May the humility of the manger be our ever-present example, dear heart dwellers. Well, my dear friends, the Lord is calling us all up higher and increasing our gifts and anointing. Along with this promotion comes the dangers that have faced every servant of God, and that is that in presentation we are likely to draw others to ourselves as the ultimate authority rather than to God. But how can this be when we are so careful to say, I am nothing, I have nothing, he is everything. I face this danger every time I share messages with you. My goal is to convince you that you are equally, if not more, qualified to hear the voice of the Lord and to be led by Him. That's the focus of this entire channel. There's no star mentality that presents me as someone special and preeminently qualified to hear God's voice better than any of you. That's why I will very often answer you, I don't know. He hasn't shown me the answer to that. There is a delicate balance here between delivering the word so that each receives ministry from Holy Spirit rather than receiving ministry from me and drawing attention to my special relationship with the Lord and making myself some kind of authority. This is why when I have a disagreement with another soul seasoned as a Christian, when disagreeing, I simply say, my Jesus is saying something different to me. That leaves them with the option, I may be wrong. And in doing that, Holy Spirit steps in and convicts of truth, rather than me lording it over them by convincing arguments or declaring that I'm hearing God's voice and this is what He says. This can be magnified by presentation and how one views themselves and others. In short, if we're not ever so careful, we can draw the bride away from the groom and unto ourselves as the authority. There is still only one authority here. All the rest of us are still learning. That's not to downplay the role of apostles. It is simply to qualify teachers to impart what they've learned to others without lording it over them. As it is written, they shall all be taught by God. That's John 6.45. This is a subtle shade of gray, and I want to use 1 Corinthians 13.4 and 5. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy It does not boast. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. And it keeps no account of wrongs. Love is patient. It does not rush in to solve the world's problems, nor does it vaunt its own solutions, though they may be valid. And I confess in my motherly zeal I've frequently done this very thing. Rather, love establishes others in the truth through encouraging their own personal relationship with the Lord and takes on a nurturing, supporting, and prayerful posture instead of an authoritative one. So the better way is to let the other person share their insights 
and then delicately add your own without doing violence to their faith and their own relationship with him. Love is kind. We must always be looking out for the other soul and how they'll react to what we say or do. Some people cannot take a direct statement. For instance, the Lord told me such and such about you. That immediately brings into question, what's wrong with me? Why didn't he tell me? Aren't I good enough to hear from God? If I state directly what I believe, and it's new news to the hearer, I'm automatically making myself the authority and undermining the discernment of the other soul before they've even had a chance to express what they believe the Lord is telling them. They are being told what God says. That's not my job. That's Holy Spirit's job. He's the one who will lead us into all truth. We simply declare it, and he bears witness to it inside of us or in the hearing ears of others. Jesus said, I still have much to tell you, but you cannot bear to hear it. However, when the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own, but He will speak what He hears, and He will declare to you what is to come. That's John 16.13 So if you're speaking on behalf of Holy Spirit, so if you're speaking on behalf of Holy Spirit, you do not have to declare your privileged relationship with God to confirm what God is saying. Holy Spirit will confirm it inside the hearer, which will build their discernment and lessen the danger of you becoming proud and the authority in their lives. In this way, you are far less likely to fall into a very blind form of pride, not realizing that you have elevated yourself in the conversation. For you asked God and he told you directly. What about others in the conversation? Did they hear from God or a familiar spirit if it contradicts what you were sure God said to you? Do you see, beloved, this is boasting and rude. It takes all the authority of God and puts it on you alone. After all, who can argue with God? People have three reactions to this. Oh, you're full of yourself. Or, wow, you're really special. I can get my answers from you now. Or, I'm jealous. I want to hear God that clearly any time. What makes you so special? You can still bring forth the answer you just heard from God, but without the fanfare and declaration that you were so privileged. I've had all these reactions on the channel when I have failed in charity to state something in a way people can understand and receive without a violent or negative reaction. And I deserve this kind of fallout. But I make it equally clear that I am not special. I am the worst sinner, and if he can communicate with me, he can do it with you. Then I proceed to share with you Everything I've learned about hearing him with the strong admonition, you can do it too. But the authoritative way has devastating consequences for the hearer 
because they begin to dwell on me rather than the Holy Spirit's validation. Secondly, they feel inferior because God didn't tell them so directly. Now, there's nothing wrong with being that connected to God as long as presentation does not cause envy, does not belittle the hearer that they don't hear God, and in short, does not boast. Truly, it is boasting that is offensive to charity. Let's say you are in a conversation with another person and they stop and say, well, I'll ask God right now. They turn their attention as if they were on the phone and speaking to God on the other end. And then they come back and say, God says such and such. And you're wondering, wow, I'm in the presence of God and only you hear him? What's wrong with me? That's boasting that my connection is so clear with God, I can answer with certainty. Some souls work through infused knowledge. They don't have to ask. They know because of the intimacy of their relationship. God is living in them, and so they know. Other times, their own personal opinion obscures that infused relationship, and they struggle with discernment because of the strength of their flesh, their attachment to the results, and their heartfelt desire to please God. That's when they seek an outside confirmation, such as from the Bible promises or another person who hears from God. Dear ones, the Lord speaks to souls in many different ways. I think all of us would like to have that direct connection, and many of us do. But to flaunt it with another soul is boasting and damaging to their relationship with God, as well as leading us into pride. Well, I can get the answer anytime God is online with me. Instead of pointing the soul to their own very precious and special relationship with God, we're flaunting our own. How can we avoid this? Very simply, humility. Acknowledging the other's relationship with God. Asking them, well, what is the Lord speaking to your heart? And answering them simply, well, I sense a confirmation in my spirit to that. Or, if you don't, offering gently, well, this is what I feel the Lord is saying to me or what I'm hearing in my heart. By doing this, you're declaring you are not any better than the person you're speaking to. You are not privileged to have the direct line to God with all the answers. Rather, you're being led by Him in your spirit. In this way, you are affirming that you are not the voice of God in the conversation. The authority. The authority. But you are listening for His voice. And you believe He is confirming something to you. And if, by the way, it is God... Holy Spirit will confirm it to the listeners and you will have charitably built up another soul's discernment. And finally, the Lord said, I still have much to tell you, but you cannot yet bear to hear it. Here, Jesus is acknowledging that there are times and seasons in a soul's life when they can hear and when they can't hear. Please let us avoid any display of authority or ostentatiousness. 
Let us not lord it over others and present ourselves as God's spokesman in exclusion to how he speaks to others in our midst. Let us not do any offense to charity, but by gently affirming others, help them to blossom into their own relationship with him. At that point, I really wanted the Lord to share something with us. So I asked him, Lord, please share something with us. He began, It is my heart that all should hear my voice clearly. Some through their own fault do not. Others hear differently. And some have struggled and fought to hear clearly and do. But my heart is that all should. What I am saying, Claire, is that each of you must lower yourselves to a new level of humility each time I add gifts to you for ministry. You should never elevate yourself or think more highly of yourself because of your gifts. Your gifts should make you more humble. I'm begging you, my children, do not lord it over others. Do not present yourselves as the authority in anything. Look to me as the authority and walk softly if you have one especially big stick. Walk tenderly so as not to crush the delicate violets underfoot. It is a rare moment indeed when I will call you out to speak with authority that will offend some. For those of you who are new to the prophetic gifts, there's a tendency to want to show all and tell all. I would prefer that you don't do that. It is demeaning to those who have not received those gifts. And rather than being a blessing to them, you become an occasion of sin. In addition, these are not your gifts, they are mine, which I could at any moment give to anyone. So there is nothing to boast in here. Nothing of it is yours. You must gently assess what others can handle and not overpower them so their confidence in me and their own discernment with me does not suffer. Please be gentle, tender, delicate, and without any display of superiority. Do not offend the little ones. Rather, raise them up. Do not presume with your peers. Rather, be humble and abase yourself so as not to threaten them and cause adverse reactions. My ways are not the ways of the world. The man with the most authority in scripture, such as Moses, was at the same time meek and humble of heart and feared presumption. Whereas in your world, presumption is the attitude of the day, flaunted to display your superiority. That is not my way. My way is the way of littleness and love. Avoid every evidence of presumption. Each of you have been given gifts by me. Each of you is indispensable in my plan. Each of you are naked before me. Therefore, what you have in one moment can be taken away in another. If abused... Do not abuse your position by lording it over others. Rather, stand beneath others and lift them up to me. Always take the lowliest place and never presume to have my mind 
in any situation until you have earnestly sought me. Then walk lightly and do not flaunt the ease with which you hear me. These gifts I have given each of you come with a huge responsibility to use them with humility and charity. Anytime you offend another soul in your presentation, you lessen their chances of growing in me. You also increase their chances of learning bad habits that will be passed on to offend others. The greater the gifts, the greater the caution in your walk. Honor me in this and there will be less carnage to clean up, less damage to more tender souls, more unity in the body. Remember, I entered Jerusalem not on an exquisite Arabian, but the colt of a donkey. I was not born to privilege in a marble palace, but in the despicable surroundings of animal feed and a floor of dung. I did not announce my mission from a gilded carriage, but beneath the waters of baptism. I did not declare myself, rather my father spoke from heaven to declare. In all things I never flaunted my privilege, but lowered myself even to death on a cross. 